I'm Kyle. Thanks for joining Andy and I. So if you're listening with your kids or your conservative grandma, maybe don't, because we swear. Or some shit like that. Okay, Sloven podcasting, dude. Ooh, ooh. Whenever you play a multicolored podcast, instant, you may... Dude, there's no way to work this out. <laughs> Cloven Podcasting. Five, a blue and a red enchantment. Whenever you play a multicolored podcast stint or sorcery, sorcery cast spell, you may pay one colorless. If you do copy that podcast, you may choose new targets for this podcast new listeners for that copy <laughs> damn it <laughs> all right okay Andy. so uh we had we had a listener recently ask us a question or we got a listener listener we, we have a listener There's as it a turns single out. listener we're not talking talking to ourselves so huh. dear garrett dear garrett so this is what Garrett had to say. Uh, your show is great, and the part where you talk about Skittles, this is in reference to our discussion about Skittles being a bitch of a card right. um, on our Tracks episode. Uh-huh. An infect really speaks to me and my playgroup. Someone in our playgroup consistently wins game after game with annoying win cons. Not infect yet, he says. Yet. Like Phil at our Sovereign and the Sanguine Bond Exquisite Blood Combo, and more annoying stuff like that, which... I would be fine with if it was literal, but if it wasn't literally every game, he also plays so that he's never the threat until he wins. So we never target him. And I am usually the one who is the threat and gets killed early on and gets to watch everyone else get killed in one turn by a dumb combo. Um, I'm the only one actively trying to deal with the problem. I made a Mizzix control deck that for the first time stopped him. Um, Could you guys help me and my play group out? By the way, no one else in the playgroup enjoys his decks either. This sounds like a real problem, Garrett. One that Andy and I very much so relate to. Yeah, we've had a bunch of bad eggs when it comes to a, the the group, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think instances where we've handled it well. Right. And instances where... We didn't handle it well. We did we not. just... Yeah. (laughs) So it's sounding like our friend Garrett here is kind of like playing more interactive decks that are threatening like from the beginning of the game until the end. Sure. Right. Where this other guy is just, is it a Loro? Like I'm trying to wonder like, is this the same? Because he says it's a sanguine bond. Yeah, and, and then an exquisite, exquisite blood, blood co- combo or fill it our sovereign. Those which would all they're both in Aloro, fit into a Loro. You know, like I don't know. He might be that he has to kind of remember. Like, I mean, yeah, it sounds like he built a Mizzix control deck and probably just countered the guy before he landed it, which right? is great. You know, when you if you can see that kind of stuff coming, that's probably that's probably your first strategy is to look at the things that you can control in terms of how you build your deck and how you play in response to that other person. That's probably the first step um, right. in dealing with somebody like that. Well, making this for a topic, like, what are we saying here? Like, how to deal with that guy? Yeah, so, I, exactly. I, th- I think the idea guy. is, how do you deal with the dick in your playgroup that doesn't get that he's yeah. being a dick? <laughs> so, I don't know, let's, let's go back in time. We've had, I want to say... Maybe three different people, one of which we still play with, but the other two we don't, kind of come into our play group and we have a hard, either have a hard time figuring out what to do about them or how to play around them. So the first guy, I think mm-hmm. we just stopped inviting him. Right? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like his deck. Like this doesn't really answer the question, right? Or, or really take us anywhere. But I'm just kind of going like, we just. Well, th- that guy may yeah, look okay. different in different. It, it, it may be different things. Like the bottom line is, is like if you've got a dick in your playgroup, how do you deal with them? And there's different kinds of dicks. Right. He was a particular variety. It wasn't that he had a dick deck. He just 
He he was he, a dick. He was a dick. Yeah, he was just not pleasant to be around, and like he just didn't make the game fun, and we just weren't going to be wasting time on the weekend playing it. The second one, the, I, I will say the thing about him. Well, maybe go ahead and like you can kind of give a preview of all these different people, and we can yeah. dive in a little deeper. And then the second one, it was actually the opposite. Like his decks, and it, weirdly enough, it was Aloro, but his deck he he didn't he didn't really take the advice of people who had played longer. Meaning me and you and, sure, and, and, the t- and others. And, and, yeah, and not just me and you, but everybody else that were trying to help him come up with a way to win. And he also um, he, he brought his wife with him. And it was a very strange interaction. Like, they both had a head for the game. Like, I feel yeah, like they she, understood it. she played really well. She played really well. But there was a under-the-table interaction going on. Like, she didn't want to aggress him ever. And she didn't want to, like, remove his permanence because he'd freak out. You yeah. Know? Like, at her. Like, at her. So she had, like, a Talrand control deck, right? It was cantrips and control. It was, like, a ha- hybrid half and half, right? And, yeah, what else are you supposed to do? And he's running stuff just like this where they're trying to combo off. Right. And he would just lose his mind. And it's like, dude, you're, you're She knows way that that's your ahead. way of winning. Yeah. So and it just it was just really bad. And we couldn't. And we'd, we'd try to, like, put things out there, you know? Um, and then the last one is, I think he fits more of like, you know, this, our, the, the type of guy that Garrett's talking the about, the kind has, of guy that has we're, the dick combos that aren't fun. right. Who he just, he plays on the back foot the entire game. And then at the end of the game, just resolves some big ass thing. And it's like, no one, no one is, can deal with it. Right. So let's just go through, how do we, how do we, so first guy, yeah, like, let's, let's talk about how we dealt with him. So this first, this first guy was someone that I worked with. He was an acquaintance Yeah, and he had played magic the gathering way back in the day, found out that I played. Um, and so I just invited him because at the time it was just me, you and Brad, the majority right. of the time. And we were kind of like overplaying the star. <laughs> it and just, it's no fun. It's not well balanced yeah, when you're playing, playing three player, three players, not, in, in my opinion and in Kyle's opinion, it is not the way to play commander. Yeah, it, 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 it doesn't isn't. doesn't work out very well. Uh, so we brought him in and it was it was kind of like this exciting thing of like, all right, let's uh, let's like balance out our play group a little bit more. And right. I think the fortunate thing with him. Well, so ironically, the the uh, the person we reference in the, in the episode that Garrett comments on, we, we talked about super friends. That was that was this guy. Yeah, he, that he is brought, this guy. He brought the Super Friends deck to the play group, and he just had this like smug, like, <laughs> right. Oh, it's I've my got a surprise for you. Here, oh. Yeah, here we go. It's my asshole deck. It's like, dude, come on, man, what are you doing? Yeah, like it. Yeah. It, it just he was just wanting to be an asshole, and he got off on being an asshole, and so. We just didn't invite him because he was an acquaintance. I quit that job. That one was a really easy out. But that's probably not what you're looking for. <laughs> well, I think that's I think that's kind of that's like the solution, though. Like, if yeah, the, it, this guy, his decks were fine. His decks weren't annoying. The way he played wasn't annoying. He wasn't ob- uh, obstructive using his cards. He was obnoxious by just being there. So that was that. Right. Second guy. Yeah, it just it was the opposite problem. Like he well, it was a little both, but most of it came from that he wasn't willing. I mean, I hate to say it. He really wasn't. He really wasn't willing to put the coin down to get himself up to our power level, and we had to hold ourselves back so, so to he, accommodate his and, and I whiny think, behavior every time anybody would try to pull ahead. I think this is a very particular thing to to bring up as an option that we tried. We his decks were not as powerful, and we kind of had this like we had a lot of discussions. Like, what do we do? Because he was getting upset. He'd get bummed out because he'd lose all the time and he thought he was trying to figure out in his head why that was happening right he thought that he was getting picked on he thought that we, we had to ban specific cards yeah he wanted to ban things or specific strategies particularly pressure like i have never heard of anyone saying oh let's let's not let's not allow pressure decks to happen in the, in, in the meta and, and why <laughs> yeah because it's like there's an answer for it and we we repeatedly right. had that discussion with him and where like deal with it. there's answers and the point that he really got upset was he was playing an Aloro deck. And I remember, and what, and, and to, 
contextualize this a little bit. Oh yeah, put it out there. Like what was going on? We we have sort we've mentioned this many times. We have this sort of gentleman's agreement in our play group that if somebody has a commander, nobody else in the play group has that particular commander. No. Um, we have a small enough play group that that's possible. Uh, obviously, that's not going to be possible for everybody. Right. But that was what was going on at the time. So we get them in. We just thought, hey, play the Loro deck as a starter deck. That was what he was kind of interested in and it had been out for maybe like, I don't know, a year or so at the time, close to a year. I had an Loro deck. I had a finely tuned Loro deck. And he continues to just figure that he's going to have an Loro deck. So I stopped playing my Loro deck. And, and you and I had these conversations, Andy. You we were like, you should build an Erebus deck. Yeah, because it completely hoses everything he was trying to do. Because Erebos just says your opponents can't gain right. life. So, so all of a sudden, Aloro is obsolete. Right. As long as Erebos is on the table. And so I brought this deck to the table. I played it. And he pitches a fit. Yeah. You had locked him out of the game. He can't He can't do anything. So to put some more like more icing on this cake about this guy, like just so it's not sounding like we're whatever um one of the ideas that he had for his deck that he like ran with was to <laughs> abuse extort which is which a is, great mechanic to fine. put into that deck right but get this right everybody prepare yourself he loaded his deck full of zero mana uh spells yeah so that he could cast like a, let's say a memnite he had a memnite in this deck i kid you not so that he could spam white or black into extort into extorting as much as he could you know, and but, I and, and that's like so he would resolve an extort permanent, and then another extort permanent, and then another extort permanent, and then just max it out, and that's how he was getting all his life. That this is the direction he took it, and we told him, "Yeah, man, I don't, I don't know how like sustainable that is." There's, like, there's just you know, it, like if you so, if you're sort of newer to the game, and that's something you're thinking about, it's an acceptable strategy to have in a life gain deck. The problem is there's not enough extort to make it the backbone right. it's just a of your deck. Yeah, it's just a supplement. Putting Memnites in to bounce thing to bounce an extort off of all these really crap permanents. There's only like two I can only think of like two or three cards that have extort on them that you're that you're wanting to put on the deck and you're putting them in there not for the extort, but for what the permanent does. Right. Right? So I'm I'm saying this because the Erebos deck that you that Kyle made wasn't born of oh we need to counter this guy he's he's running amok it was we wanted to try it to without because we've already told him like hey man this strategy isn't really working this is why you're not winning and this is why you're losing your mind we wanted to just make it so you just can't win now like you've got to go somewhere else and figure something else out this went on for like what close to like nine months a year it, we played it with went him? on for quite a while and right. so so then we have this and and i think also to make it sound like Make sure that we're not giving the impression that I'm just a dick, that I built a deck specifically no, to... it was just trying to motivate him to go, well, it, I can't do it, it this It was multifaceted, anymore. too, because I enjoy life gain, um, and he took away the commander that I, I was using for that. And so it was like, I needed a place to put those cards, put that energy, put that strategy. Right. You had already had an Oloro deck, and we kind of made an exception to the rule because he was trying to get in on the ground floor. And this is when those pre-cons had just come out. Right, right. right. So it was in that year that they were out. And so I right. I built Erebos because there was space that I wanted to explore with Erebos. But here's, here's the thing, is that game happened. And I think it was a couple games we played that night where he was playing Oloro, I played Erebos. My commander comes out. He doesn't have a single spell in his deck <laughs> to deal with it. To deal with Erebos. And you, yeah, man. And and <laughs> this will come up regularly with me. This is where it came from too. Right. Is I have talked frequently in our playgroup about you should always provision enchant and artifact hate. Right. And you have white in your deck. You can. You should. You must have enchanted artifact hate right. in your deck. Yeah, totally. He didn't have what he needed. And so we well, I said, look, Dustin, I've been saying you need to have enchant and artifact hate. Yeah. Like, well, but, Return to dust. He's 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 indestructible. Return to dust. Wait till he becomes a creature. Path of exile. Path of exile. <laughs> so shares. So he says to me the next week, he's like, Man, that really sucked playing against your Airbus deck. Like it's just it's it's gotta, you know, we gotta we, we gotta, gotta think about, about banning that. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that yeah, was dude. that was his solution. Was he was looking at it as, oh, Kyle's found a niche that just utterly fucks me. But the deck Partially was globally sh- good. Like every like it, you, it ended up being like one of your favorite decks. It was just like it is. After like, a while, you're like, several oh, years. Yeah, I built that deck several years ago. I still have it. and I still play it. I like it. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is like then we started to have a conversation via text and just over the following couple weeks, where he's just like, I've done research. There's just not enough stuff to like. There's no way for me to exile enchants. And then I sent him this list of like 40 different spells yeah. that he can exile enchants or right. creatures with to illustrate that he could. And Land just, Nevermore. You won't even be able to remove it. Right. Like you he know? just. <laughs> it's like I don't know what to say. There man. were options for yeah. him, and so he. I think it was before Tuck came out too. And oh he had, yeah, he had that's white right. Blue. He could he could have tucked, but we weren't going by that rule anyway. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I mean, the thing is, is that like. In in human terms, when you've got a dick in your play group, they're not going to listen to you. <laughs> yeah, and so we did that where we kind of tried to give the lesson. We of, tried of we like, hey, yeah. here's this deck that's making you rebuild your deck, right. which you know, Garrett and other people out there. That might be a possibility. Maybe you can build your decks like you like you mentioned that you have a Mizzix control deck. Maybe you can build a deck that's designed to. Give them the hint. Hey, fuck off with your dickhead strategies. Well, it seems like some, he, some seems pe- like he did that with the Mizzix. Some people thing. might take that hint. I just want to put yeah. it out there that in this case, mm-hmm. this friend of ours did not get the hint. He right. continued to do what he was doing, and, just and he continued to complain it. and want right. to ban cards. And so the next step that we took in that was, Andy, you started bringing up, like, well, maybe we need to power down some of our decks so that we can kind of play around his level. Which I was able, I was ready to do, but we thought about it, and it's like, no. Like, we had spent all this money, and what are we supposed to do? Build two versions of every deck? What happens when he's not around and we want to play with... You know, we we started calling each other. We started calling the three of us the cutthroats. You remember that, right? Because everyone else just wasn't that, and it's like they just weren't fitting to the power level of the meta. Him and his wife. So I don't know. We moved on. They're good people, but it's just like yeah. It it became another instance. You know, with the first with the first guy, he was an acquaintance. Like you know, like I said, I quit that job and we didn't invite him to magic right. anymore. He, and I've never just, heard from him. He just again. disappeared into the aether. Right. <clears throat> but these guys, like they're friends and that was, that was actually a difficult experience yeah. um, to try and navigate that. And so I, I, I think tread lightly a little bit, you know, like if you ousting somebody, yeah, but that's th- not a solution we're going to focus on. We're just, yeah. And I think, I think if that's the case, like you, we probably could have helped guide them along a little bit better. Maybe. Right. And helping them like, I think deck building's hard. It is like they ha- like there's people are interested in the creativity that's there, but sometimes you need to help help to create a good deck, right? Um, so right, kind of answering the question to get there. This is what I think that me and Kyle have experienced over the last five years of playing Commander. We've kind of noticed that people have their season, right? Um, We've actually have somebody that's ha- definitely having their season right now. Mm-hmm. That they're on a win streak, right? Mm-hmm. And what we've noticed is that it seems like metas, at least our meta, and, and we've brought other people in from other playgroups because we it's we've expanded quite. We have a lot of people coming in and out now. Like, yeah, they kind of, there's a lot of people that orbit yeah, our we, our playgroup. Yeah, we have a main kind of mainstay playgroup, which is like Cody, Brad, you know, um, Tiffany. Yeah, so we, we've got that kind of thing. But there are people that come and go, and they bring their meta with them inside their deck a little bit. Um, so we've kind of, uh, yeah, if you're playing with the same people, then yeah, it becomes like what, what deck is kind of running wild. So if we go back to like the very beginning of our met of our, of our, of our experience playing commander, it was definitely Kyle. Kyle had the, the, the ultimate deck in, in Reese the redeemed because we didn't understand the value of board wipes. We were, we were done. We were just bare done playing sta- standard, right? Right. So it was like, like oh we, god, we, there's just elves everywhere. There's everything everywhere. So yeah, it was just board wipes start like to crazy. become board wipes start to become a regular thing. Reese falls off, right? Mm-hmm. And then I started taking up. It became kind of my season. Like the combo deck became the season, right? Um, I had a Nivmizit deck that would just combo off. I was winning with Riku by making four copies of um, 
You know, what is it, the guy, you have four copies of him, you win as a master biomancer oh, yeah, or something? Oh, yeah, that's right. I yeah, remember so, you got, like, several wins in a row Yeah, and that. you're like, what the hell, man? You know what I mean? <laughs> but now, it's like, the, I just, that wouldn't happen now. Yeah, because right? as then, soon as we see one come online, it's like, well, that's gotta yeah. go. And then Brad, like, Brad made this charade deck. Like, and, like I'll kind of... Of, of all seasons that we've ever seen, oh Jesus, that one was... So, ooh. I've only seen Kyle get very mad during during a game of Magic. He usually keeps his emotion out of it. Twice. Once when we were playing Modern, <laughs> and this other time when we were playing Commander. So Brad had just, he was just shredding us with this charade deck. Like, I, out of all of the decks that I don't own, that I play against, I am so jealous of two decks. One is Kyle's Erebus deck, and two is freaking Brad's charade Shizos Caretaker deck. But that deck, <laughs> ah, man, he, we, me and Kyle, like, at the time, we just didn't know how to deal with it. Like, we literally couldn't figure it out. Right. We couldn't figure it out. And then finally, like, we've, we've managed to kind of figure it out, and it fell off, right? But now it's becoming not just one deck. Somebody might have three decks. So the season's changed. Like, right now, it's it's the season of Brad. He's he's back on top again. Yeah. He's winning multiple games a weekend. Like, he's walking away. So what do we do? Ask him to stop playing the way he plays? No. Like, we can't do that, right? The only thing you can do is, yeah, build a deck that... It, it, it's it, it's hard to make a deck that only deals with one other guy's deck. Like it sounds to me like your friend, he's all about like comboing off and landing this. I mean, those two combos are very interrelated. He, he's abusing life gain, right? Right. So the way to stop life gain is to play red and black, you know, and blue to counter his 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 game winning combo, right? But if you start putting sulfuric vortex in every one of your life gain or any every one of your red decks, and you start putting uh, Tainted Remedy in every one of your black decks, and if you start putting Reign of Gore in every one of your red-black decks, mm-hmm. it, th- this guy's going to start getting the point that life gain is now countered. So what I have, and it's I don't like it's not quite sideboarding, but it is just kind of like getting ahead of something that you know you can't deal with with the deck, right? So right now, aggro is like out of control in our meta, and Brad is abusing it. He's There's taking, enough, he's taking it the for board sure. White, the board wipes have throttled back down. They used to be at an all time high a couple of years ago, but over time, combo kind of took over, and so people were moving board wipes out of their decks, and now board wipes are. There's a, there's a lack of them, so he's abusing him. Saskia, oh, yeah. winning oh, yeah. every night, right? Z- he wins with Zada every night. Grenzo, he's winning. Like, because we just don't... We're not equipped to deal with what he, he, what what he's abusing. So we're going to. The meta is going to adjust. It's going to adjust. And then he's going to start losing, but then he's got to change his strategy. So it's kind of just a, a balance, right? I, and I think that's kind of a good thing to keep in mind, because where the enchant and artifact... Enchant, enchant and artifact hate rule policy in my mind came from was yeah. when you built your Nakusa the Mind Razor deck. Yeah, they had to be removed. Because what you were doing is you were setting up a lot of enchants and artifacts that on the upkeep you lose a ton of life. That forced card draw and that yeah. forced the loss of life for having cards in hand or for drawing cards. And so then it became this thing of like, oh, okay. I need to remove those. That right. ends his thing. And I, and I, that Andy's got, Andy's, I think onto the main point here of, of what really is the best way is allowing your meta to evolve. And if you're, if people in your meta need encouragement, like, you know, Garrett's talking about like he built this music, music's control deck. And, and he's that's, the only one dealing. And he's the only one dealing with some it. other guy. In your yeah. Play like group. make sure you're having that conversation yeah. with other people in your play group that like, Hey, you know, like, if, if there's things you see that need to happen, you know, like Reese in our early days. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you and Brad were like, we need board wipes. Yeah. We like made you, that decision absent you. Yeah. Like you guys yeah. are just talking to each other. Right. Like we it wasn't, need It wasn't like wipes. some conspiracy. It's like, he's just like, dude, Kyle's winning all the time. I'm like, we need board wipes. There it is. Yeah. Cyclonic Rift becomes a staple. Blasphemous Act becomes a staple. Yeah. Right. So it's like, that's what we ended up doing <clears throat> with Felidar Sovereign, Exsanguine Bond. I don't know. Is the guy doing the blood crank, blood, the blood, blood chief ascension? Con- like he's he's doing two two card combos is what he's trying to he's try, trying to do. Yeah, and it's so, like just cross and grip. He can't he can't go infinite off of a cross and grip. Exactly. Right. And so I I think second you see him resolve one, grip it. It's gone. I think one of the hard things yeah. with these types of situations is is education. Um, 
Magic the Gathering kind of humbles you, in my opinion, in a, in a way, because a lot of times, a lot of games that we play or a lot of things we do, mm-hmm. we can isolate ourselves to a point of having the impression that we're really good. Right. And you can have, like you said, you'll have your season of being really good right. at Commander, and it, it evolves. The game evolves, and yeah, so you have to adjust. So just making sure that you have those conversations with other people that will push your meta to adjust. I think that's, it'll feel a little conspiratorial. Like it did for me, but sometimes it's like, right. But if you, gotta if have you don't it. do it, it's a multiplayer format. The, and you have to kind of think of it more like this. Like the game actually doesn't stop when you guys fold up your cards. <laughs> like <laughs> like true. the game, the game, the commander game, the game of Thrones is still going on right yeah. now. Brad has got to be dealt with because Kyle ain't winning either. Yeah. And that's true. That's the politics. Like, we, like, we, we, we had Felidar Sovereign life gain infinite combo guys winning every game. And if your comment of what you're saying in your comment is how it is, like, yeah, none of my other people are are into that either. Well, okay, then you guys need to have like a freaking powwow and figure out how yeah, we can like, oppose this. And he might get upset, but just be like, dude, you win all the time, bro. <laughs> Nobody's winning over here. You know, like call your Elrond's council. Yeah. Like say, hey, we've got fucking Sauron in Running our midst. Around. Yeah, like just running yeah. amok. Like, <laughs> like I'm gonna put I'm gonna put sulfuric vortex in my deck. You know, like, is anyone else wanting to gain life? Okay, then it doesn't hurt anybody. I'm putting sulfuric vortex in, and this guy can get bent. You know what I mean? Or I'm going to just, you know, like, it's just something, or somebody might be like, I'm just going to build an aggro deck and rush his ass. Yeah. You know? And because then eventually that might be the deck that's the problem. In, 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 in the concourse and creation of these ways to deal with meta problems... They create new meta problems. Erebus became a huge problem after the fact. When when that guy was gone and took his and took his weird, you know, meta knight or mem knight deck with him, because <laughs> that's what I'm going to call it, his Aloro mem knight deck. <laughs> he took it with him. Erebus stayed behind and was it, it was and is still like a final boss in the de- in, in the in the in the meta. Yeah, I worry about that deck when he plays it. I'm like, okay. You get know, ready. Gotta, I gotta, I gotta figure out how to deal with all this stuff that I know. My hand's gonna get shredded. You know, I'm not gonna be able to gain any life, so I can't afford to be taking hits. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I it's gonna like... become more and more difficult to combo because he's eventually gonna get, he's gonna get out um, painful quandary. Like it's just I gotta be aware of it. Yeah, I know how to deal with it because I know the deck. I'm familiar with it, but it doesn't make it any less powerful. I feel like that deck is like an episode of 24. There's just like that. I've never that, seen that. You've never watched 24? No, I've never seen it. <laughs> the last it's, thing I saw that Kiefer Sutherland was in was... was uh, Tombstone? <laughs> no, I've never seen Tombstone either, dude. I heard that movie's dope, though. No, I, the, the, the only the last movie I saw he was in was Dark City. You ever seen that movie? I haven't seen that one. Dude, that movie's nuts, dude. <laughs> okay. He's like some weird doctor, dude. Huh. Dude, like, so it's like this guy. He's like living in like this 1920s, like... I don't know. It's like the twenties or the thirties or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he starts like feeling kind of weird, man. Like people like go to sleep all at the same time and everyone thinks that's normal, but then he like wakes up. Right. Okay. So while he's awake and everyone else is asleep, like the city is asleep. He's these like, dudes Whoa. with like bald heads and like weird fur coats are coming around, like injecting people and like, I don't know, like running these weird experiments. Whoa. And the other guy that's awake, I think is the key for Sutherland character. So he's like not <laughs> a hero in this story. He's kind of like this worm. But dude, it's it's a trip, man. It has, huh. it has a twist ending where you're I like, gotta, you're like, what? At I gotta the look end? that up. It's pretty cool. Oh, we rabbit hold pretty bad. <laughs> so so twenty four. Like, twenty four. Yeah, Erebus, a season. A season is twenty four. Twenty four hours, okay, right? Okay. And each episode, like they have that like really dissonant clock ticking down, like. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's kind of Erebos. Like you got your clock ticking down. You're just you run out of time. You're like the time is out. Like yeah. the, the you know there's some hidden nuclear bomb somewhere that's going off. Well, yeah, and you just run out of ways to deal with it. So, but yeah, like my point here is is that changing how you're going to play against somebody else, like that's probably the first thing to do. Is like, yeah, this guy's got an annoying deck. I've got to make a deck or at least provision cards into decks I already have that work reasonably with my strategy that hose his his game plan that's that is the game right like mm-hmm. that's the game if your meta is okay with doing sideboards our sideboards ours isn't like it might be a direction that we eventually have to go 
ours isn't super into that because it's I don't know we just want to get down and play we don't want to be sideboarding between games and yeah. it's it's in, it's too inconsistent to do that like pull stuff out it, it, you can't well it's there's a, too it, many threads and I think it's a whole a whole extra like skill in magic true sideboarding to, is to know, definitely its own skill to know what you're yeah. what to take out in order to sideboard yeah. something in I don't like, even know if it's illegal per like the actual like. I don't hear a lot of conversations about that in Commander. But I've seen I've seen some things where people kind of do that, depending on who yeah. they go up against. Like it, it's not a I don't know if if you're playing with your friends, like just get to know their strategy. If it, if you see it coming from a mile away, then just deal with it. And, and I would put out there like if if people have decks that they struggle to deal with in their play group, you know, like put them out there to us. We'll right. We'll take a look at yeah, some and decks. And, I hate to be that guy to advertise our own our own episode but we talked about this in our net decking episode the first part of the net decking episode just seems like we're kind of like talking about the concept of net decking or whatever but as you get further into the episode we basically just start going over cards that people use a lot and what cards directly hose them and i think life gain we go over that in 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 pretty good detail of how to just jam life gain because this this sanguine bond exquisite blood combo it can't work if you can't gain life yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, there's just that. Yeah, right? if you cap that off, it's done. Yeah, and that's not hurting anybody else. Like, if no one else in your meta is interested in gaining life, well, then you're not really pulling hate from anybody else if you just start jamming that into your stuff. Yeah. Right? And if you're not going to... And it sounds like you're not doing it because you have a Mizzix control deck, which good for you because that's, that's a hard deck to pilot, <laughs> you know? Especially if you've got a meta that knows what to do to pull it apart. Um then yeah, like just put it in. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of things. I mean, like we were talking about Tree of Perdition last episode, like yeah. with the Felidar Sovereign. Like, oh, you want to go ahead and get yourself above that forty lifeline? Yeah, just go ahead and set it to thirteen. I'll go ahead and make it thirteen. Thank or you. Or there's very the much. Soul Conduit. Like mm. you can move, you can just swap life totals with them. Soren. Yeah. Well, no, I meant like activated instant speed. Oh yeah, you're right. Like as soon as he hits his, like you've got it, and he's holding the mana up, and he knows he just can't do it. As soon as he goes above <laughs> forty, you swap life like, totals. Fuck. You know, right? Like what's yeah. he gonna do? Dude? Yeah, yeah. There's so yeah. Like we'd be happy to talk about specific strategies that people are, are struggling with. If that if there's interest, reach out, there. out, man. We'll help. We'll help yeah, you. Get, uh, we'll help you get rid of those people, dude. I'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll do it. Um, let's talk a little bit about the last person. That's still in our meta. Like, how do we how do we skirt around him a little bit? Because oh, we he's he's an ongoing thing that we he doesn't even win though like that often. Well, unless I, I think we should talk about why, right? Though. Because so, so the biggest thing this is Jeff. Yeah, we'll just say it. It's Jeff. The thing that Jeff loves more than anything, right, in the game of Magic: The Gathering is a good Greater Eldrazi. Yeah, no, nothing nothing gets him higher than. Than a freaking like whenever singing for the Eldrazi Tabernacle Choir for sure. <laughs> so I kind of feel like it's like it's an episode of uh, whenever he brings a new deck to the table. It's kind of like an episode of like How I Met Your Mother with their whole like, where's the poop? You know, like the one character that had the dog that would just like always be really happy, but you like you knew you knew that dog just shit somewhere in your house. Like that's how it is with Jeff. Like. He brings a new deck to the table. You're like, where's where's the Eldrazi, dude? Yeah. Like, even if it's a deck that has no business having, having a greater Eldrazi in it. He's got it. He probably has one in there. It's just like, where? I, you stink, dude. Right. It just smells like there's a piece of shit in your yeah. deck. Where is it? Where's that Eldrazi? It's not that we have a hard time dealing with Eldrazi. It's just that it's just so... It's so hugely impactful to the game. Well, and it's not creative. Like, it's a colorless, goes into anything way of winning like mm-hmm. they're they're big enough and threatening enough where if, if everybody's like drained down and beaten to death and the game has gone long and you resolve this huge ass problem right you know like yeah we've got ways to deal with it we have dealt with it he hasn't i've never seen him win off of win but he, it's he just, gets really really happy pulling it off like, right and then the other thing he likes doing is is painting everybody right i think originally when he had first played the game he played with he played a mogus deck right, I think, brad using like brad's a, mogus. yeah brad had like a mogus deck and he handed him the deck and he's got that like locked in his head of i just want to cause problems for everybody i want to damage everybody and so rightfully so he becomes the focal point of everybody's removal and and attack steps and all that and so he doesn't win a lot Weirdly, his best deck is his Lazab deck. 
like yeah, it's, he wins it's all really the time like with slow that. plotting deck that yeah. he very rarely plays. Yeah, but he whenever he plays plays it, it seems like he's able to win. Yeah, you know, because he's kind of stealing everybody's creature game strategy and turning on it's turning it against them, and it's cool. Like we like Kevin around. He's a real cool guy. He stays positive throughout the entire game, even even in the face of. Yeah, everybody he could be just like having the shittiest game, getting ganged up on. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't get upset. He just kind of rolls with it. Like he's a really good person to play with, and and that predictability that he brings with him. Like I guess we should probably just stop complaining about it and at least go. Well, at least we know what to do. <laughs> you know, pack up your Selesna charms and exile his stuff. You know? But he does. He does. He gets off on pulling those big things and he's not really infinite combo guy. So I guess there is a difference from where the question is coming from. He's not really doing these like in- true. instant win combos. That is true. He hasn't really been doing that, but yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, so we'll say that. In yeah. We'll add again. our own. So yet. he's all about in effect. He's all about the Eldrazi. He's all about, I don't know, like just making it difficult for everybody, but he doesn't do infinite combos yet. 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 Maybe, maybe we just need to like, Pretend they don't exist, and he'll never find out. Well, yeah, but then what do I do? <laughs> you know? Yeah, and he's just like a dirtle here. Uh, but I, in terms of Jeff, like, you can't just let those things happen that he does. Yeah. He will win. Yeah, he will. And so we we have to deal with them, and I and I think that that's the thing. is like we do have that. There's, there's the discussion out in the open at the table deal with it somebody do something yeah. and it's usually brad that deals with it he's he's very big on spot removal yeah brad brad talks uh he talks a little bit in one of our episodes about his his theory of building your deck to be more generally capable of doing things you need to do i think some of us have very focused decks that are finely tuned around the commander and maybe for, yeah. forget a little of those things brad's right. brad's ready to do there's there's templates the out there for decks like there's a lot of stuff out there about, well, you know, like, what is it, the whole 75% theoring thing that, that mm-hmm. people are into? Like, that 75% of the time, the deck is doing mostly what it's supposed to do, but it's not just this, I'm going to ignore everybody and just combo off and try to win. Right. right. It's meant to, no matter who I'm playing with, or well, no matter what combination of commanders are present, I can win with this deck. And I like I like that theory a lot. Yeah. It doesn't seem to happen a lot for us because we're just constantly tweaking our stuff, and we're only pe- we're we're largely playing with the same group of people. Yeah, that group of people ke- keeps getting bigger, but mm-hmm. it's not like I'm going to the I don't go down to the shop and play with strangers. I just don't do it. Right? You know, like we we, we save that for pre releases and and any other events that we that that we fancy doing. Yeah, that we are do the commander really stuff. outside of commander commanders right. like our friends with the people that we know because I. It's you're that you're exposed to them longer, and yeah, there's the politics. There's the, you know, like so, kind of like t- going back to his thing. Like, yeah, I, I get attacked all game, right? This Garrett guy, like he gets attacked all game. Yeah, that's me. I get attacked just by virtue of yeah, me being me. Let's talk the similarity right. of, of how this Garrett guy sounds to you. <laughs> right, it's, he does sound a lot like me. He's got a Mizzix deck. He's got he's he gets attacked like he's everyone's like well, get on him, and it's like mm-hmm. yeah, it sounds. It, it sounds lame like I, I hate that too but it's like i don't know i kind of it's kind of flattering a lot of the time where if everyone has an even life total and the game's just barely set up it's usually just attack andy to keep <laughs> to keep me within striking distance you know and they know i'm not really big on life gain so it's 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 kind of a safe bet that that damage is 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 going to stay it, right. ain't, it ain't getting wiped back by some kind of i'm, I'm going to gain a bunch of life you know, I yeah, gain you, life. You usually have to get really creative to gain life. It the only seems way I'm like. gaining life is if people are losing life symmetrically to my life gain. So, Grey Merchant of Asphodel, right. like that kind of thing. Right. Or Exsanguinate. I'm doing it to. I'm more interested in pushing people's life total down than raising my own. Sure. You know? So, but yeah, it's like I'm, I'm an easy target, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so not how do you, to take how do you, the game from me. How do, you, how do you deal with that, though, like individually? Because, like, do you have to, do you find yourself having to politic a lot like during games when yeah. you're like when you're like okay I know that I combo yeah. off a lot oh, I'm but a huge, I'm a huge I'm a huge bullshitter dude I'll bullshit so bad <laughs> like with Gaunti every time I look at the top four cards I look at the person I took the cards from I'm like these cards are dog shit man. <laughs> even though why is this even in your yeah, deck <laughs> like I'll, okay I'll say that maybe seventy five percent of the time when I say I'm looking at the top four cards of somebody's library and I say they're dog shit. 
they actually are. I seem to get a lot of land pulls off of people's library. Um, there's been a couple times where I've gotten to the top four and I'm like, oh crap, I, I got a really good pull here and they're not going to see these cards. Like I'm going to get one of them and the other three are going back down to the bottom of the right. library. Um, so yeah, I bullshit a lot to try to keep people, you know, kind of, you know, I think it's because a lot of what I do isn't, it's coming out of my hand. It's not like out there in the, in, in, in the form of a permanent, you know? Yeah. So I have to kind of like keep people off me for a while. Right. Um, there's other decks where the deck itself doesn't have the power to win the game, um, by way of a lot of damage. Right. So like, I'll give you an example, like the new, the new thing that I'm doing with Zer with Zer cycling. Okay. Yeah. That deck is just, it, it cannot output, massive amounts of damage it just it just can't you right? had you had this point last saturday where you were like you had been doing everything that i could conceive you could possibly want to do with yeah. your zer deck right and then you went to a, you like at one point you're just like i'm flared out that's it yeah, <laughs> it was I like peaked but, already and i was like but nobody's life totals have come down Andy. Yeah. like no that was a really <laughs> bad sign man i remember like, thinking like okay this is everything set up perfectly and yeah it's it's like <laughs> You know what I mean? That's what it was like. It's like it's like I honey it's like honey I it's like honey I shrunk the kids, right? Like imagine that his shrink ray all it did was like shrink you by like an inch. You know what I mean? Like that's fucking incredible. I can't believe that worked. Like holy cow. But it all it did was like nobody's going to notice. Look at it. Look how small this teacup is, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's a little smaller, yeah. Dude. <laughs> What if you hit it again? Oh, don't do that. It'll it'll disintegrate. Don't do it twice. <laughs> In, inch is all you're going to get out of it. Like, that's kind of how I felt about, like, the Zer deck. It's like, I just got, like, well, that was pretty, like, people were, like, impressed with what I was doing, but it was doing fuck all. Like, it wasn't it wasn't doing anything. Like, yeah, I lost, everybody lose two life. And yeah, then I, I just like, twiddle my thumbs. I remember you having know? that, like, internal thought to myself where I'm like, Andy is doing exactly what he deck wants his deck to do. Yeah. So it's... I don't know. Like I like I like the deck, and that's just a sign of hey man, you you got a flimsy win con, and I'm working on it. I'll figure that out. <laughs> I said that even when I was like previewing the deck. The deck's a blast to play. Right. You're, see, you're doing a lot of stuff. You're doing a lot of things, but really, you're only shrinking that teacup by an inch. That's about <laughs> it. You know, that's usually a bad sign. <laughs> but I'm bullshitting all the way through it. Like I'm like guys, I'm not really doing anything over here. That time I was telling you guys the truth. Everyone is getting kind of super like. What the hell's he doing? What the hell's he doing? What the hell's he doing? No, like, I mean, I could tell you know, once you said that. I was, I was looking around, and I'm like, wait, yeah, he hasn't done anything. Yeah, he really hasn't done anything. <laughs> you know, like he's drawn a couple cards, and I don't know, he's cycling stuff for free, but he, all he's getting from that is drawing cards. Like, right? That's all, yeah, it just, I don't know. It was, it was Dude, fun. It's, it's, it's like going on a tour of your deck. Like, and on the right hand side, we see your cyclonic rift. Yeah, and on the left, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, like how I, how I deal with being the hated target a lot of the time is yeah, being political about it. Right. And a lot of the times, like what I'm saying isn't exactly, I don't know, like house of cards level, like Machiavellian right. card, like Machiavellian politics. Like I'm not really like, haha, tricked you. Cause I feel like if I did that once it would never work again. I think I've always been like straight up, like, no, I am totally a threat here, man. Like I am trying to win this game. <laughs> right. And I will win this game. Turns out you're and trying you to can, win. You can stop me. But like, so like a lot of like, so last time, last game, I'll just give you an example. We had a game last week where Brad was playing charade. Right. Okay. And I made the mistake of letting it get way too out of hand. Like, this, uh, this and I deck make sure of his, to point that out to you. <laughs> oh my god! Like this deck, this deck of his. Like I, I, I'm, I adore it, right? But you have to be wary of what it's going to do. It requires a little bit of setup, and once he gets it set up, though, it's just, it is positively oppressive. It attacks mm-hmm. you on every angle. Your life's coming down. Your hands getting shredded. Your creatures are dying. Like it's just, there's not a lot you can do once he gets set up, right? If you can stop him from getting set up, he usually whiffs and the game's over. Right. But if he gets anywhere near that you know discard this lose this draw that like i mean it just yeah like it just it just oh man but anyway i had a deck that countered it pretty much right yeah so for those that don't know sheree shizo's caretaker is five mana it's it's four and a black for mm-hmm. a two two legendary creature spirit right the big thing that she's concerned about is creatures with one power right not toughness but one power right if any creature you control dies and it only has one power, it comes right back into play at the end of the turn. So his game plan is to set up a sacrifice outlet, 
and then a creature that is either really annoying to have when it dies, like, I don't know, let's say the black cat, right? Which makes an opponent discard a card at random. Or when it enters the battlefield, it does something, right? So something like uh, um, his... Like, what's, what's, what's something that when it enters the battlefield, it does something for him? There's a couple. Like, there's ones that give him tokens. Like, there's one that gives him, like, some fairies and goblins and things like that. Sure. So he's building up stuff. But the big thing is is that things are coming in and out of the battlefield and he'll, every, and he'll, every and he'll, turn. And he'll get stuff like Blood Artist set up so that life totals are coming down right, as he's doing Right, because all these creatures this. of his are dying. But what's, what's crazy about his deck is that he'll have an instant speed sacrifice outlet. So that's something, like, as simple as, like, an Ashnod's Altar. Yeah. Right? So once he passes, he'll, he'll eat all of his guys, end the turn, they come back. So their their death triggers go off, their ETBs go off, and then he passes the turn, and then we do it again. Right. So it's really like everything that you see, you have to times it by however many turn turns exist. Yeah. So the more so players, somebody's going to discard ugh. four cards at random. Somebody's going to lose, you know, uh, in, you know, four life a turn. So it's like it goes up to twelve life that they're going to lose by the time they go back to him, and mm-hmm. he's gained that much. So he gained. Anyway, my deck at the time it had a lot of pingers in it. Right? That's the goal of the deck. So, so, so things that you're tapping and dealing... And they deal exactly one damage. One damage so to So I had one out that, that when something dies, if it gets pinged by it, it's called the Frost Wielder, it gets exiled. This completely hoses his strategy. Because if he tries to kill it, I'll just ping it in response, and then it gets exiled. Right. Yeah, he'll get his trigger, and I remember him arguing me about that. But I didn't care about that. He won't be able to recur it's it. It's not going to happen again. So what did I tell him? I said, don't do anything to me. Do Point all of your BS at me, because all of it is targeted, usually, what he's got going on. Don't point any of that at me, right? And he, yeah, he knew. He's like, Andy's got me by the balls. I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> but I'll have to deal with him eventually. See, this is politics. This is how you deal with it, right? Right, right. So we went down a couple of turns, and oh my god, his board state's getting more and more swollen, right? And I've got a couple untap effects in play, and I can maybe deal with like a couple of his permanents. But yeah, like it's it's getting up there, right? His ability to just totally like unbutton me, right? Sure. Well, then somebody removes my my ability to have death touch on this pinger they they killed my uh bat it was it a basilisk collar i think so yeah they they blew up my basilisk which collar. was a problem let him out the freaking gate right this completely let him go now he has no reason to stop coming after me right i'm no longer politically i'm not politically his enemy i'm a peasant compared to him now right? although then i became the threat to right him. <laughs> the, the, yeah. i'm just saying between me and him right <laughs> kyle is doing his own jackass thing too so yeah it it it's stuff like this that's that's the game of commander that is it it's not a i don't know like it, you have to it's the beauty and the burden of playing edh i think because yeah. right, because yeah. you can it is what makes it fun that there are these things that are just like they're very difficult to deal with. There's right. these moments where you're like, where you feel like you have some some semblance of control over how yeah. the game's going to go, and then these moments where you're like, oh shit, that right. just evaporated. Right, it's gone. My plan for that entire game was to use Brad against everybody else, and it was working mm-hmm. until somebody decided to put a stop to it. I was like, they realized that I was like puppeteering him, and I was. I was being like the and th- Brad is very difficult to get to swing your way by the way like he like we've said it before he can't be bargained with he can't be reasoned with he doesn't know so he he's he's that guy but he knew like I he has he, I think Sheree is one of his like things that he's always like okay I don't want this deck to lose he wants it to win every time he plays it he doesn't play it very often either but I think he kind of knew like if I'm going to play at all, I got to, I got to, I got to, I got I to gotta be subservient to, I got to be Andy's, you know, yeah. thrall for a bit. Right. I've got to, I've got to be his satrapy. Like that's. And then happen. at some point, like I think the figuring being like, I should be able to come into something that it will deal with. Eventually, him. which he was just betting on that. But as soon as I was removed, right. As soon as I got deposed, he just, he just yoked me. Like he just killed, just yeah, I lost he, my hand. My creatures are gone. His life total is spiking up. Like mm-hmm. it was nuts. I ended up winning that game. Because, but that's because he and I went after each other. Right. Like the politics had kind of gone off. Like it became just this, you know, I, I yanked that game. I felt I did not like how I won the game, but I, I yanked it in the end. But again, the beauty and the burden, right? right the like, beauty and the burden. So yeah, it just play politically, right? If you've got this guy in your, in your, in your meta and he combos off of two cards Make it so he can't do it and use what he's doing against him. Just be like, if you do this, I'm going to whatever. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, 
bargain like whatever it takes and if he's if he's not that guy well then yeah just provision removal and provision a block to his to his game plan into your deck so yeah so i don't like i don't know you know like where garrett and his play group are in their experience like if if you're newer to the game i think what we're saying with this where we've had the majority of this conversation is that like it'll go away it'll go away only if you make it go you'll 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 evolve and the key to making sure that your play group evolves around difficult decks to deal with or difficult players to deal with is to make sure that you're talking about what are the answers and exploring those like do do your research you know like there's there's cards out there there is no strategy in magic the gathering that can't be undone that can't be undone yeah there is no way. Like, think about trying to make a creature unkillable. And yeah. as soon as you start thinking about, oh, yeah, that's really difficult. Like, there is a lot that has to happen to make even one creature Yeah, it can be non-removable. Exiled. It can be destroyed. It, it can, can be, be board wiped. Like, it can be board wiped. It can be bounced. It can be tucked if it's not your commander. You can, you can be forced to sacrifice. Right. Like, there's a ton of stuff. There's just so many things you yeah. have to set and, up. And this is true to every strategy. The Sanguine Bond... The Sanguine Bond and Exquisite Blood combo. Yeah, it's an annoying combo. In fact, I'll, we'll just flat say it. Like, Kyle and all of his life game, how many times have you put it in any of your decks? I put it into one deck early. I put it into my first Aloro deck, and I immediately took one of those cards out after seeing it happen yeah. once. So that combo, we're not okay with it. Because it's two, it's two cards, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. It. No one feels good about landing a combo like that i don't and if they yeah like if they do it's like, like curiosity on niv mizzet i was not okay with putting curiosity on niv mizzet right right so i it, it was never in my niv mizzet deck ever <laughs> and everyone nobody believed me but i never did it yeah because like you, know? you, you don't want to be that guy yeah I and like sometimes you do have that guy in your play group and that's where i think you know some of these earlier discussions we had about some of these earlier players in our play group that we've we've just kind of let go by the wayside. Right. Is that yeah, like in in human terms, sometimes you just have a shitty person in your play group that you just need to squeeze out. I just hope that it's you guys have to evolve your your Yeah, I your mean, meta if this starts happening and the guys are like, yo, we gotta we gotta ban we gotta we gotta ban these cards, man. Like we gotta get rid of this. Like I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna do this. You know? Like then yeah, maybe you need to just be like, hey man, like you've been winning like with these cards for this long. Yeah, like we're just we're right? just adjusting. That's like, all. We're adjusting to deal with it. This is gonna help you. This is this is gonna be how the meta goes. Like if you can't handle it, like I don't know. Like if he wants to have one deck and this is the one way he's gonna win, he's playing the wrong game. He he's all this new product coming out. Like you're playing the wrong game. That's how I felt about about you know like Mr. Meta Meta Memnite. Like oh yeah, it just like there was so much cool stuff out there, and we were getting so excited about like. Yeah, we, cons we kept, yeah, and we I was losing my mind decks. over the cons. You oh, know? yeah, because he drew, he just, um, what was it, like, Saruk or whatever? Yeah, Sar- Sar- yeah, and we were just, like, trying to get him to try something else. We were like, dude, dude, because he pulled that card. We're like, you got to build that deck. you got to build it. He didn't even try it out. Like, we wanted to experiment and see it happen, but nothing. Um, yeah, like, if you're if you want to build, if this person just wants to build their one deck and keep winning... Like, yeah. I don't know, you need to play Solitaire or something. I, like, you're playing the wrong card game. Right, it's it's a really hard combo to stop because because it's an infinite loop, right? It's, it's extremely difficult to stop that Extinguine Bond. Uh, s- uh, ex- no, sorry, Exquisite Blood and Sanguine Bond. Bond like, yeah. It's like you have to either counter one of them as they come down or cross and grip the one that already exists before the next one resolves. Right. Like that's as far as like being there on that turn or blocking life game where he's not able to gain life. Like winning off of a pure aggro strategy, I that's a race. It's pretty it much is like a race. If, how many tutors does the guy have in the deck? How many like, you know, you could <coughs> I don't know, like I'm trying to think of just if this guy would if we were I was playing with this guy, I me I'd probably just build Yeah, I I just provision life gain hate into my decks if it was that yeah big of so, a deal. so there, if you and and i think there's how I like there's options for the colors you know like that you're playing in like if you're playing in green or white like you're gonna have things that remove that 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 you can just you can take care of it you can solve that problem like with removal if you're playing blue you can counter yeah if you're playing red you, you can definitely turn that upside down the life gain so it doesn't happen uh 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's, there's, I, that's the other thing I think to throw out there is that, like, not only is there. You could control a platinum angel dad, stop it. There is that too. Or, uh, what's the dude's name? Platinum. Imperion. Imperion. Because yeah. then your life total can't change. So right. he can't drain you anymore. Right. So, yeah. like, there's. Also, he can't win if there's a platinum angel. Right. Exactly. Like, it just, like, it won't okay, let him fine. Win. You did it, but you don't right. win. Um, the other. I think to throw with the comment like that there's no strategy, there's no deck in Magic the Gathering that, that is impervious. Uh, there's usually answers in each color mm-hmm. to deal with problems. And if there's not, there's a colorless way. Like, are you talking about, like, if there isn't a way to make it work in a deck that already exists? Well, no, I'm saying, like, in a, in your deck that already exists, like, there's cards that ex- that you can use. Oh, and if they're and not just, in your colors, then, yeah, yeah there's the, only, like, oh, God, a colorless way to stop that combo? That yeah. Loop, that loop's hard, man. Like, it, it's, a, it's a hard one to stop. Because it, is, it is hard. So, uh, Scour from Existence. Right. That's holding up seven mana. That is holding up seven. And but how long are you going to be holding up seven mana? But I mean, he's thing, got Mizzix. Mizzix will just freaking it, I do mean, it. here's... It, right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. That that sucks. You, like, it's, uh, a, it's a two-card combo that, like, you, it's going to be hard to set that up on one turn unless that person's playing a really long game. Right. Getting there. You're going to see one before the other. Like, there's... I don't know. I've... I've I've never seen like that two card combo. Granted, it rarely, if ever, gets played around us. Yeah, um, but that one's a hard one to pull off in one turn. No, it's a lot of mana. It's a lot That's of a mana. Ton of mana. Like you're waiting till the and late. Fill our sovereign. Like just make sure he never goes above forty. Like just keep aggroing him yeah. and just tell everybody, hey, by the way, guys, like if you feel like attacking me, remember that douche nozzle over here every because time because you have until their next upkeep yeah so. they have a whole turn unless he flashes it into play before his turn begins no that's a dick move <laughs> right but good which on is how for I, doing that which is how I do it yeah of course but it's like you know then they just be aware of it like just it won't work if his life total is too too low it has to be on his upkeep that he already has his life above right. 40 right? right so it's like we keep him checked yeah you know and then, yeah, there's just Erebus. Like, Erebus just hoses that. And yeah, if like, you have Erebus as a deck, hey, you want Kyle's com- deck list? Ask. I, we'll I, send I will send it yeah. to you. We it's can like, we impose it's that. It's always out. It's in your command zone. Like, there is no life gain, bruh, ever. Like, yeah, then, then, then he's got to be that guy that and goes it, in and figures out how to build all of the removal yeah. for your Erebus. Once you made that Erebus deck, dude, I just I took Sulfuric Vortex and all those things out of my deck because there's a commander in the meta that just chokes it. Yeah. And every time anyone's tried to move on that space, like Tiff tried to, you play Erebus, she, that's it. Right. You know, like, she can't win because you've got a commander that right. just... Like, life gain has not been a big issue. It's an issue again now, and it just sucks because you're the person doing it with Ikra Timna, you know? <laughs> so I've got to go back and get those cards again. <laughs> you're like, where are they? Because it can't happen, man. It can't happen. You don't just gain life for the yeah, sake of that, gaining life. That, that aforementioned yeah. game where you were playing your pinger deck with and now Brad Ly- Sheree. And now Lycia, you yeah, know? Yeah, Lycia's going to happen. Yeah, that whole thing with Sheree, you would not have been worried about that if you were playing Erebus. You're like, knock yourself well, out. Well, no, but like, I, ha- I ended up just killing him because I had... He was at like he had taken a beating, but he had gotten a lot of health. He was at forty life. I got him down to eighteen. Okay, we go around the table. I was up over over sixty, I think, at that point. Oh God, he gets he gets me disgusting. He gets me down to like fifteen. I hate life gain. By the by, the time it's my turn, I really do hate it, man. It's so annoying. And then a red player, and then I kill him. I kill him. Yeah, <laughs> he has over fifty life by this time when it's my turn again, and I just kill him. Yeah, you just choked him. And then yeah, then Tiff infected me out, and you, you, oh, yeah. you then she you attacked, you then you sniped it. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, she attacked you with triumph for the hordes. Yeah, never saw that one coming. No, I didn't because yeah. I got. I was like, I'm gonna be gaining. You know, like. 60, 70 life a turn the way with the setup I had. Yeah, that's the other way to, you know, like... Like, if there's a guy that's doing life gain, like, just infect his ass. That's the answer, too. I mean, obviously, Garrett mentioned that the guy that he's referring to hasn't gotten into infect yet. Well... Then why don't you, bro? Get to infect before him. (laughs) Just, just like, poison his ass out of the game. You can totally do that. (laughs) I mean... I I mean it's it's I think it's you and highly, I are, it's immoral but it is immoral you you shouldn't do it but you should definitely do it right yeah <laughs> you and I I think I don't know just kind of have this like 
We contradict ourselves. Yeah, (laughs) we kind of contradict ourselves. Like, we've had old episodes vilifying, like, Infect, and I freaking hate it. But it's like... I don't know, man. Like, I'm also about, like, topping all, tipping somebody over. I think it's, it's, uh, and I think that's the thing. You and I are both, I think, competitive to the point of being, like, willing to do whatever it takes to send a player a message that, like, hey, you're not going to stay on top of the hill forever. Yeah, I'll do what it takes (laughs) by any means necessary. That's right. Desperate times call for desperate (laughs) measures. But, you know, with Infect, you don't have to, like, play Infect with the goal of winning with it. You can put Infect in as a counter to life gain. So Triumph of the Horrors, like if you're going wide already, that's a really good way to just be like, bye, because they feel really safe when they have a hundred and whatever, whatever life. Right. You did. Yeah, I you was tapped tap- out was and tapped didn't down. even Yeah, you're like, it doesn't matter who comes after me, I'm gonna yo yo. Because I was like, I'm the only person at the table that can do, you know, sixty, seventy right. damage or one. Confidence was your undoing. It's true. Right? So he she just <laughs> just gat at you, right? <laughs> Like, for just being... You could have simply... If you had one blocker, because she hit you for exactly the correct amount. Right. She just killed you. Right. right? So things like Tainted Strike, you know, Triumph of the Hordes, they can be in the deck. I mean, hopefully, like, you can reliably get it working. A lot of people, they just put the dark... What is it? The... It's that big golem. It's an 11-11. Oh, yeah. The Blight Still Colossus. Yeah, the Blight Still Colossus. That's That's just in there as a win condition, because sometimes, like... You just can't win. Well, and there's, you know, there's unless often, you've got just some big ass thing to yeah, do. Yeah, like with you it. might be controlling yourself there or whatever, like to to some end game point. But right. I think in our play group, um, for the most part, infect is a tool to mitigate situations like that. Like Tiff played that perfectly. Like she wasn't planning on winning with infect. Right. She took out me, the person that was just unmanageable at that right. point. Right. Health wise, you were the target. Yeah. You were the that only was perfect. reasonable target. You know, and I think I think Garrett dude, dude, beat this guy to the punch. <laughs> Get some fucking infect in your deck and just like just, just cut his nuts off, right. man. Like <laughs> be yeah. about it. Well, good luck with it, man. Let us know what happens, because I'm interested to find out. Yeah. And anybody else, like, you got a guy like that, just hit us up. We'll we'll uh We'll reach back out. We'll, we'll, we'll take care yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell us what your problems right. are. And if we'll... I have to, I'll slash your tires. <laughs> I've been watching Frasier lately. I've been watching Frasier? Yeah, it's just like, am I like, I'm on, fall- on purpose? On purpose, yeah. Like, I'm Dr. Frasier Crane. Huh. I'm listening. <laughs> like, okay. Tell us your problems, everybody. We're listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Legendary Creature Podcast. Music this episode by the artist Home, the song Overflow from the album Before the Night. If you've got questions like Garrett, be sure to send them our way. Or if you've got decks you want us to take a look at or problems you bump up against in your playgroup, we'll go through it. We'll figure it out and give you our ideas. You can find us on Twitter at legend underscore creature. Or just give us your questions where you found us in a rating on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever. We want to know how we're doing and what you want to hear. Until next time, take it easy.